ACASTCAST. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, the one that I could kick myself. So most of my Zooms, when I do them, like I'm sure you guys have it set, it just starts recording. You're good. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. I, I think I know okay. where this is going. <laughs> so I'm interviewing Bert Kreischer. Oh. Okay. And this is a second, by the way, this is the second time I interviewed him because I had him in the studio when my son was, uh, he had to be under two because he turned us off the airplane with his Thomas the Trains. It was not professional. <laughs> it was like last minute I had to bring my sick kid into the office, which I don't know why I was bringing a sick kid in. But anyways, it was a long story. So <laughs> I'm seeing Bert and I haven't seen him since then. And I was bringing up that story. He goes, I remember that because so we're having this amazing conversation. Yeah, He obviously doesn't have a shirt on. His daughter walks <laughs> behind the podcast and just starts talking and he's like oh she doesn't care like she's like so like over whatever so 40 minutes later we're wrapping Mm. up great to see you i decided to take a picture like with my phone just kind of showing and i look stupid at it so i'll never post it but um but whatever the deal was i get done it never recorded welcome fellow lushes come on in pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails with Dimples and the Beard. Everyone is now open. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it already was. I had a drink, but... <laughs> I know the owner, so sometimes they'll make me drinks before they open up. Get ya. It's always good to it's good to know the another one. It's good to be the king. Chrissy D. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, we'll find out about her. Yeah. She's uh new to the game. New to the game. New to our game. Well, new to our yeah, new to our game, not new not to her nudie. game. Not nude to our game. E. Nudie. Not nudie. Oh yeah, nudies bar and grill or honky tonk, excuse me. Honky tonk, get it right. Nudies, get a honky tonk. Nudies honky tonk in good old Nashville, Tennessee. Tootsies. And yeah. good old Nashville, Tennessee. I've been there twice in twenty. Well, what year is it? Oh, I was there twice in twenty three. Twenty twenty two, you were there twice. Oh yeah, yeah, in twenty twenty two. Shit, I'm at a loss. I'm like what? The, what? Yeah, what are you thinking? Eh. That's all right. It blends. I'm not thinking so much. I've been there 37 times. 37? In 2023. 
Oh, already this year. Yep. I go every weekend. Well, that's that's still not 37. <laughs> Unless you're considering every day another another day or whatever. Then you I think you're been there once. Yep. Once. Yep. And I'd even get to go to the Google cluster place. You didn't? I didn't. You guys are such a loser. That's because all you guys did was drink. Drink, 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 drink. You gotta take time out for some of the other fun and, stuff. And next to that, yeah, I drank. Yeah. You couldn't have put down one of them drinks to go to the Google cluster store? I don't feel bad for you. You're gonna wake me up. I woke up, I got dressed, I fell back asleep. I don't feel bad for you. Oh, is that what happened? That you were all hung over that morning when we went? Rough one. That was a that was a good trip. I wasn't hung over at all. No, I wasn't. I got up and went and had a cocktail. Okay, but you just said you were. Well, I I fell back asleep. Do we want to rewind the tape here? Did I say hungover? I really die. It's cloudy. Cloudy. It's cloudy because it was so. And by the time I got home and by the time we were supposed to get up, it was a little cloudy. A little cloudy. That trip is a little cloudy. That's what's sick, too. That's what Nashville's supposed to do. Do you get you a little cloudy? But I was there. I was. How was that? You guys were chilling it. You guys were hitting all the top floors. And I don't think I climbed a set of stairs. Oh, no, maybe one. Maybe. I didn't really climb. The first time I was there, we climbed every fucking set of stairs. That's a that's a that's a long day. You go yeah. all the well, we, yeah. We went, we did a couple during the day that uh, yeah. The one day me and Leah went out. Yeah. Um, what's her name's? Uh, Lambert's bar. We went upstairs. Oh, to hers. Yeah, all the way. Yeah. Didn't we go? We went up to all the way up to fucking Kitty Rocks too, and yeah, that. And there was nowhere to see. We just swore. We went. Oh, it's been like seven minutes. I don't know how long you edited it down. Yeah, um, we did, but we went. We're, it was, well, I already did the welcome back to the luscious. So, hey, there's a table. We can go up there. <laughs> somebody that looks empty. Somebody would have needed <laughs> a little super. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's taken. <laughs> Next. So stupid. All right, well, uh, let's go up the beaten path to get to eat again. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> Nashville, uh, Nashville. Ah, uh, so fun. Yeah, great. If you'd have ran, we would have made it. But anyways, before we get going here, do us a favor: like, subscribe, leave a little comment to us. Our little net, you, your two Nashville honeys here. Um, we're getting to be that way with we're all not from Nashville. We're not, but we get to have so many Nashville people on. I am a honey though. Getting to be there. They're Nashville honeys. All right. Is that what they want you? That's what you want them to call us in the comments, yeah. Nashville honeys, right on top of the uh, seven words you can't say on TV. Absolutely. All right. That's where you leave the comments, and then uh, we better not leave a pretty lady waiting. All right. Without further ado, Chrissy D. Uh oh, the guest has a nicer studio than us. We're already in trouble. Oh. <laughs> Fancy. No, don't don't ever put shiplap on a wall because it does not it doesn't look that great if you're uh, blonde <laughs> it, it really does it like you sh- i should have had a darker background but well, you know. my hair would certainly blend in so i'm not using it, it either yeah <laughs> be like a, if you wore green on a green screen yes right right can, can you turn yourself up just a little bit yeah we want to hear you how's that better yeah. People yeah, want to yeah. hear you, not us. There we go. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, they've been they've been hearing you for twenty years, so yeah. we're joined joined tonight by. How, how do you want me to introduce you? Chris Daniels. Chris Daniels. Okay. Okay. 
Um, we started talking to you through Instagram, your Instagram page, and, and talked about you having coming on the uh, on the podcast. You've got a uh, what twenty plus years of on air radio personality. So yeah. I'm I'm sure you got a ton of stories and and uh, and on to your next venture. Yeah, yeah, your next have, life adventure. Excited yeah, to hear I about that. A, well, uh, where do you want to start? Well, it's I mean, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> there you go. How did you get into radio? My dad was actually in radio, uh, so I grew up around radio in Phoenix, Arizona. But okay. he would not help me actually get into radio, so there was mm. no. No help there, but I but just he uh, is was a legendary Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. So yeah. let's not let's give him a little little toot of his <laughs> oh, horn no, there. He deserves that. He's very good at what he did for sure, one hundred percent. But um, no, I'm curious did he did he not want you to go into or wasn't going to help you get into radio because he didn't want you to go into it or just because he wanted you to succeed on your own. Because he wanted me to succeed on my own. Okay. And he didn't want people to say, oh, her dad mm -hmm. helped her. Sure. Because there were yeah. many opportunities where he could have, but he was like, nope, she's not ready. She needs okay. to, you know, go move around the United States and work in different markets and stuff, which was, I mean, actually was one of the best things that ever happened to me. So, yeah. Yeah. So did she, did he kind of help you by pushing you? Oh, yeah. He would do. One of my first gigs, I actually was working at the station he worked at in Phoenix, but he didn't hire me. So I did like the worst shifts, like overnights, weekends, which, by the way, that's some of the best content ever. I mean, think about people that are up overnight. Right. Think about those phone calls. <laughs> so I would come and I was still living at home. I would come home and he'd have like a three page uh, write up of everything I did wrong. Maybe one thing I did right. With a cassette tape, it was still cassettes, you know, uh, with a cassette tape saying, we'll talk more in the morning. Like, what, oh what else is there to say? I mean, you just did three page analysis on everything, but it really helped me, you know, get better yeah. at what I was doing. Yeah. I I'm curious, like what kind of tips and tricks and I mean, what is he seeing that you're not doing and what are you doing right you know, Gosh, it seems like you just jump on a, on a microphone and talk, right? But it's not that oh, simple. Yeah. We all know it's not that simple. So... Yeah. So, and granted, radio has changed so much since then, you know, yeah. because you've got PPM market versus diary market. And he wasn't wrong. I mean, if you hear some of my old air checks, it is bad. I'm like, <laughs> who hired me? But I guess they saw something. So he was just like, you should have tried doing this instead of that. Or, you know, let the caller talk. Or, you know, whatever. I, I mean, I can't remember that was so long ago, but I just remember three pages and it was a lot. That's funny. Your dad gives you that and I give him that all the time. Let I, the guests yeah, talk. See? <laughs> I don't listen. Right, right. You probably have the gift of gab, right? <laughs> he is He is definitely the talker of the bunch, yes. <laughs> when we're well, out. It, let me ask you, what made you guys decide to do this podcast? Yeah, we had, we had talked about it for a couple of years before we started. We... uh we're big Dave Matthews band fans. Yes. So we do a lot of traveling road trips around the country to see shows. And of course we find each other hilarious <laughs> and thought we cracked each other up. Yeah, right. We think we're funny. Everybody else will. And, uh, it took, but it took us two years, I think right at the beginning of the pandemic or right before the pandemic, yeah. we finally said, yeah, let's start doing this. And, uh, cause we would get together on the weekends. We'd, we spent like a Friday, we'd get together for steak and whiskey. And then yeah. we finally said, well, let's turn our steak and whiskey evening. 
let's just record it. Yeah. And then we yeah. go from there. That's how it starts. I, I do have a great Dave Matthews band story. Well, I think it's great. You may not because you guys are big fans. Oh, so and he's have, good. You, have you ever heard of Hullabaloo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it happened one time. Yeah. I was working in Louisville in radio at the time and it was a big deal. And looking back, it was like too good to be true because there were so many amazing bands. I don't know how they made money. I, I mean, they probably didn't. That's why it was one year. <laughs> But (laughs) I got to stand side stage for Dave Matthews, for a lot of the bands, but Dave Matthews. And I was just blown away because seeing it from that aspect, it was like, wow, he is just, I mean, you know, he's just a true entertainer. Yeah. Amazing. For sure. Oh, I thought that story was going in a bad direction the way you said the story. No, (laughs) I was just that it's, it was a festival that never happened again. Like the black crows were there. We saw them side stage, Zach Brown band, Mm. Dirks. I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a fantastic. I saw one year. I remember Zach Brown opening for Dave at at Alpine Valley. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Where where are you guys out of? We're in Wisconsin. Okay. Kind of near the green Bay area. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know how you do those winners. I, I don't either. We were <laughs> we were actually in Belize for the like right after New Year's. We spent a week down there, him and I and some other people. And uh yeah, it was that really reminded you when you get back and you're like, Oh man, why do we do this? <laughs> I was gonna say you would have to like if you like Nashville's cold, but not cold like it's where you guys right, to no. me it's cold because I'm from the West Coast, but I can't even imagine like what it would be like to live like that i think i would have to check out like go to florida or something in like january yeah so you've never been in the midwest for for any winter or anything snow uh, Louisville. or okay and that was oh no i'll never forget we first moved to louisville from california i show up i have stiletto boots cute little <laughs> scarves and they're like you're not ready for winter. I'm like, this is my winter wear. And they're like, no, it's not. <laughs> not here, and, it's not. And, and, no, and they're like, oh, you know, because we were asking about the weather and they said, well, it only happens every five years. And we just had it last year. So you're good for five years. Guess what happened in two, wow. uh, 2008? It was the ice storm that only the Amish people knew how to like survive it. You know what I mean? It was like horrible. Yeah. <laughs> They were all set up and ready to go for it. Left everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they knew about great. it. They could tell it was coming. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Perfect. So, well, so that, so that was one of your many stops. Yes. So when I first started, you know, I, I worked in, in rock a little bit. Most of my background's been a uh, country. Yeah. And then I was in college the first time dropped out hmm. um, because I'm like, why do I need a degree when I can, get paid to do you know what i love yeah and so i just moved from gosh i went from there to savannah georgia to bakersfield to tucson back to bakersfield to fresno to louisville to vegas wow and burbank where i worked for radio disney and then now nashville okay my kids are all born in different states That is crazy. <laughs> a lot of moving and radio and radio is what made you move radio yes. jobs. And that's the thing is a lot of people don't understand. You know, there are some people that are very fortunate where they're in that market forever. And yeah. that's, that's really rare, especially now. Like my dad was at uh, the station in Phoenix for 30 years. Okay. Sure. Um, 
but he, it was also, you know, Buck Owens, who was a uh, good friend of his, owned it okay. and um, and believed in my dad and they were very successful. But, you know, you're looking at three to five years as you're moving up in markets or you're moving to a place like you want to live, like warm weather or whatever, sure. you know. Sure. It's weird because around here on terrestrial radio, we've had we have two morning guys or morning yeah. people that have been around as long as I can remember. Like several of them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's weird to hear that. I mean, maybe it's just because we're in, you know, I mean, it's probably Green Bay they're out of or whatever. So right. it's not a huge right. market or whatever. But yeah, it's weird because we do. We have comfort we, level. Yeah. They've been around forever. <laughs> well, and they probably I mean, they've probably built their name in the community. They and did. Really, yeah, that's yeah. their hometown. They don't want to move. Sure. No. Sure. Semi celebrities and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, I ra yeah, radio people, especially if you've been, if you were on the radio back then, because obviously a lot more people were listening terrestrial to terrestrial right. radio back then. So right. yeah, they're, they're big. But you were, you were moving up. These guys didn't want to. So you obviously were moving up in the, like in personality, radio personality, and what else? Things behind the scene as well. Yeah. I was, uh, when I was in Louisville, I was the music director for both our Louisville station and then our Dayton station. And then I did mornings. Oh, and wow. then when I went to Vegas, I became the program director and I did mornings and a million bar nights where if you ever want to see poor choices happening, <laughs> I mean, I don't have to tell you, but Vegas is a great place to see that. Um, oh, yeah. And then I I've went made, to I've made a few Disney. myself. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully yes, it's he, not on film. Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so then and then i went to disney and you know disney was gonna be it but then the pandemic happened hmm. and when that happened that's when they decided to close uh radio disney and radio disney country okay all right that's truly a magical place to work let me tell you yeah yeah okay. and that was in burbank so what did they just have like a they just had a big radio studio that you worked out of yeah like, uh, and what was interesting with that is I wasn't on the air there. I went in as the director of music and programming for the pop and the country. Okay. So we were in the same building as the television hmm. station. So like a lot of, you know, Disney Junior, uh, Disney Channel, all that. And so it was very interesting because you had Marvel, you had ESPN, you know, think of all the companies that, Disney owned when the new movies would come out, like the Marvel movies, we get to take our kids like right when it opened oh, and you'd be sweet. in the studio with people who created these movies. And it's like, Oh my gosh, that's a, like, I do radio, but that's like, <laughs> Oh my amazing. You yeah, know? That is. Yeah. That's so a, yeah, that's cool. cool opportunities. Was there a yeah. big uh, push with a, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, my daughters would watch, you know, Disney shows Victoria Justice and oh, yeah. Hannah Montana. Did they, was there a lot of crossover with the radio? And because I know they push music a lot on those TV shows. Yeah, uh, there was. As a matter of fact, um, trying to think who would have been at the time. We would do cross promotions or have them host certain things. Um, we did a lot with Radio Disney Country because we were trying to kind of rebrand it, and we were very more female friendly on the radio like our playlist was 60 to 65 percent female and the rest were men which is in country or in radio in general that's uh kind of a little rare but um and it wasn't just like we played any female they had to be you know good but there were a lot of times where we would have um do you know Haley Arantia from uh, uh the Goldbergs 
Yeah. She's on that show. Okay. She would come in and I would coach her to help her host. Like she did the Nashville parade. She interviewed Dan and Shay. So I would kind of coach her from a radio aspect, how to be a host, you yeah. know, even though she's an actress, there is a, a, a little bit of a difference. So yeah, we would sure. work with a lot of artists like that. Megan trainer. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. Her yeah. personality she could have been really good uh, hosting stuff. She's definitely fantastic on podcasts. I've seen her on a number of podcasts and she is hilarious. She's like that in real life. Yeah. she's. <laughs> they, I mean, she's for, for how successful she is, she seems like just the most normal person you could ever talk to. Yes. Super oh. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, And through your, through your job at Disney, um, seems like you've worked at a lot of different positions or was that all at one time or, or like you move from department to department? Well, typically what you want to do is if you, the end goal is either to be a PD or an operations manager, if you want to get in the management side of radio. And it's very rare to nowadays to be just a PD. You're usually on a day part you're usually middays or afternoons but i've always loved doing mornings because i it's like you guys were saying you have fun yeah that's mm -hmm. what it is you have someone that you talk to you have the chemistry and it's fun because i think it's more fun than when i do middays because i'm just talking to myself sure. i mean kind of i'm talking to <laughs> pretend people you know in my mind but um but so you yeah, know all so, my friends <laughs> yes exactly um so yeah so i mean it's just like these were different positions that I was kind of working my way up because the Disney position at the very uh, right before the pandemic, I was um, I was promoted to uh, the director position, which is an executive okay. at Disney. And and that was like, wow. Yeah. This is cool. For my Disney. Yeah. Business cards had little Mickey Mouse on it. So cute. <laughs> that was the best part. Right. It I was. Love I loved it. <laughs> Well, how did you get started with Disney? Did you apply for something or did they seek you out? No, you know, what's funny is I was in Vegas and I was on LinkedIn and I saw this ad and, and typically for radio people, you don't go through LinkedIn. It's more like, you know, who, you know, or mm -hmm. the trades, like all access, whatever. And I just happened to be looking at jobs and it pulled up this job and I'm like, that's everything I do. I book tons of concerts in Vegas with the casinos. I do all this stuff. So I applied, didn't think anything of it, heard back like a month later. And then I think I went through three to six months worth of interviews. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. They do background checks, everything. And it was like probably eight interviews. And then um, and they called me on a Friday. And I remember she was like, well... Yeah, he just wants to move. And I thought they were saying, oh, you didn't get it. And she's like, we just want to offer you the job. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this yeah. is awesome. And they <laughs> sent over the contract. So it was just it. the whole staff there was amazing. It was it was different from radio, terrestrial radio, because it was more streaming. We yeah. were on Sirius XM. It was more like, I mean, you have meetings with lawyers and stuff because they are very protective about the Disney brand. Oh, I bet. So it was, oh, it was yeah. like next level. Like, I'm like, do they think, like, I came from radio. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it was fun, though. It was great. Yeah, I suppose they, they're going to scrutinize the things you say on air a little bit more than, than even your terrestrial radio people. 
Oh yeah. Well, that's that was probably good that I wasn't on the air there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was any um with Disney? Was there any of it uh, televised for you? Were um, you ever? You know what? Uh, we did do. Uh, what did they call it? Oh, the Arties. So they used to do the Disney Music Awards show, and that would be like pre-taped and everything. And you would see like over the years, if you Google it, you can see over the years, like I think Miley was on there, Britney Spears, you know, like throughout the years. The One of the years I was there, we did it actually live. And oh so you had to go, and it was, I don't know why, but it was at CBS Studios for some reason. But we went into the studio and they're like, okay, once we go live, no one can leave this building. So at that moment, I don't know why, but I got very claustrophobic because, I mean, to be honest, I'm like, what if I have to pee? Like, <laughs> right. I have to, I'm like stuck, you know? <laughs> so I opted to not be there. And oh. I watched it in the other set, like where they did the red carpet and everything. I watched it in there with a couple of colleagues who didn't want to be in there either, but had I been in there, you would have seen me all over because they showed you could see all of our staff in there. Oh, stuff. sure. Oh, fun. Yeah. Wow. But again, yeah. I didn't want to be. I was like, uh, that's like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's a long time to not be able to move. Right. Yeah. So, so during all this, you went back to college and got yourself a a bachelor and a master's in psychology. Yeah. yeah so I had a listener one night, like one who. Like she'd always call and she was just a very lonely woman. This was early on in my career. And um, she wanted to like commit suicide. And I'm like, okay. I'm I'm not like trained for this. So I gave her a hotline and stuff. So after that, I was like, you know, I think there's something here. Yeah. So I went back to school with all my while I was pregnant and my husband helped me, thank goodness, but um, and working full time. Oh. And then I got my master's and then I got my um license, but I'm still technically an intern. Because in the state of Nevada, just like California, you have to have 3,000 hours. And when you do that part-time. That takes a while takes to get to 3,000 yeah. But I, I still know. see patient or clients. I still see clients. Um, I only see like two a week because I don't want too much. But I, I did it mainly to create a show. To create like a Love Lines meets Delilah type show okay. in mm -hmm. country. Um, I've Can kind you, of been working on that for a while. I'm not familiar with Delilah. What is Delilah? Um, like soft, it's all soft love songs. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like, like Delilah like... loves someone tonight. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. People so would call in kinda... and dedicate, right? I'll dedicate. Yes, yes. To yes. my <laughs> love, my wife of ten years, or all right. Yeah. Woman so, I saw in the car. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all the the love stories, whatever. So um, that's why I went back and. I learned really quick while I love helping people because I think there's more, you know, I'm obviously not 20, you know, I I'm older. So I have life experience. I'm a mom, I'm married. And I think that really helps a lot. Oh, sure. Experiences. That's for sure. Yeah. So you've heard, yeah. You've been through a lot. Yeah. You know, your careers. <laughs> yeah, yes, I have. I've lived so many places. <laughs> I can Sorry. help like relocate you. How about that? <laughs> well, yeah, you're a realtor too, as well. But we'll talk yes, about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, out of all your stops, which one did you love the most? Uh, let's say, which one did you love the most, like city-wise, and which one did you love besides Disney, as far as an employer? I think um, I liked Burbank in the sense of family was close, 
the beaches were close. We had a fifth wheel at Pismo Beach. So oh. that was our beach house. Nice. You know, um, the the weather's always nice. Like if it's cold, <laughs> it's like 55. Yeah. You know, that's freezing. Um, I liked Vegas a lot. I want to say I liked Vegas the first three years I lived there because our friends and family. But then towards the end, it got to me, it just got a little too much. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine living there because when I go there, it's like three or four days and I'm ready to. <laughs> now, I, yeah. I know when you live there, you're not spending yeah. all every night on the strip, but. Right. But think of how many people come and visit you all the time. Right. Right. Let's go to the strip. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Here's my car. You could take it or Uber. You know? Yeah. I'm here. Show me a good time. Entertain right, me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. Vegas, Vegas, you know, Vegas entertains you. You don't need help. <laughs> no, you don't need any help. And now it's like there's so many more things out there. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's been a good decade for me since I've been out there. But well, now you got the Raiders out there, which yeah. at the time they weren't finished with the stadium before we left. And we're like, oh, now our team comes to town. And we're <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's right. And now they're getting baseball and the hockey. Have you seen mm-hmm. the Golden Knights are uh, playing tonight? Hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't what is I don't know what the series is at, but I know they're for the know, Stanley Cup, I believe. Yeah. Oh, good. Good for them. Yeah, they've been pretty successful since they came into the league. I know their first season they did really well as well. So yeah, yeah. I didn't they realize they were getting there. a baseball team. Yeah, uh, I believe it's the A's. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That'll be weird. Yeah. Oakland not having not having a baseball anything. team. Anything. Yeah. Wow. Well, makes sense, but yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> You say you're seeing, you're still seeing a couple patients a week. Is that uh, locally or do you do it like through Zoom or how do you see them? So I have to do it through Zoom because my license is in Nevada. So I can only see, you know, clients based out of Nevada. If I switch it to Tennessee, it's only a thousand hours, which I'm almost at. So that, that would behoove me, but it's a lot of paperwork. Yeah, I can imagine. So then, do you have to? Would you have to stop seeing the, yeah. um, Las Vegas people? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I would. Okay. You can't. You can't be licensed in two states, huh? That's weird. I don't know how. You know, I should know, but it, to my knowledge, you can't. And look, there's probably someone out there that's knows, yeah. and sure. they're like, "Yes, you can. You can be <laughs> in all fifty states." But to my knowledge, no. Now, sure. as a realtor, yes. You can't yeah. be um, in multiple states. You just have to take the test, which is one of the hardest tests ever, I think. Oh, really? Yes. It was wow. hard. Yeah, I got a master's with a 3.75 because <laughs> I had a, a missed turning in homework because I had a broadcast for the CMAs. <laughs> I cannot. The realtor exam almost broke me. <laughs> how, many, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> how many times did you take it? How many times? Okay, the Tennessee one I actually passed right away, which All I was right. shocked. Barely. <laughs> But the the national one, I think I took it three times. Wow. And the last, the first two times, it was like I missed it by one. <laughs> oh, no. And you have to wait like a certain amount of time. And I'm like, I've been studying. I just, I'm a person that, I don't know how you guys learn, but I have to do something. Yeah. Right. That's typically like me too. Yeah. yeah. That's me. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard to, it's hard to just read a book and be, yeah. Yeah. But you so did it. You. Yes, I did. I did. What now? What do you guys do for a living? I do structural design for like heavy industrial buildings. So, oh, that's I sit, cool. I sit behind a computer all day and yeah, 
watch podcasts. But, watch, um, watch, yeah, watch podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one hey. screen's a podcast, one screen's my job. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say we watch porn, but I figured it'd be nice. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. No porn at work. No. Yeah, um, that's frowned upon. It is. Um, I work for a label label company. We print labels for Windex McDonald's and uh, running the customer service department now. That's cool. Mr. Customer Service. Yeah. So friendly all the time. I was... Well, that probably pays off for what you do. <laughs> it, it does. It does. It was just, uh, it, I, don't, I wasn't forced into it, but it was yeah. suggest, highly suggested I take on the department, but that's all right. Yeah. It's so, fun. So, yeah. And then this is my relief. So I'm curious, going back to the, going back to the marriage and therapy, um, did, do you have a morning show now where you take callers like that? Is that what you're? No, um, okay. it was a concept that I was creating to create like a syndicated show. So okay. in order to make that happen, um, you need to, and I've already mapped everything out. I've already done test runs, um, but you got to put together a demo and then you shop it basically. You, sure. you take it somewhere. You. But, you know, it, when that happens, there's so many things going on in life that kind of get in the way like you guys are saying that's your release well yeah okay i'm a realtor i'm a therapist <laughs> i do radio i have kids one's in travel baseball so i mean it's like it's it's like do i really want to make this happen or because it's a lot of time and energy before you even yeah. get there well you might have to uh trim one of the other things you're doing to, to make it successful if you have to put all your efforts into it yeah I, I, that, yes. Yes. So I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Okay. But the concept's there and you never yes, know. It's in my head. <laughs> You'll get there. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Um, so was the Disney announcement, did you see the writing on the wall or was it just like a total surprise to everybody when they... It Shut was down. a surprise because we were planning festivals and stuff to celebrate. I think uh, Radio Disney was getting ready to celebrate 25 years. Oh, so wow. it was going to be a big deal. Yeah. And so I say it was a surprise, but, you know, no one at the time knew about, like, what is this pandemic? Mm -hmm. Like, what does this mean? Especially in California. I mean, it was like locked down. So it's yeah. like, what... So when you see that and Disneyland isn't open, I kind of thought in the back of my head, you know, well, if someone's going to go, I think it would be us before anything. Yeah, because if you look at their properties, they're not really radio, you know. Right. I remember hearing some exorbitant number of 
how much money Disney was losing every day they were closed during the pandemic. It was just some ridiculous, I don't even 30, 40, 50 million, something like this a day or had been crazy. I'm like, wow, that's insane. Yeah. So when you, so I guess when you, you hear those numbers, they got to trim something. Right. 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 And it was us. And it was, (laughs) sorry. No, but even when you leave Disney, they, they treat you like amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they just, I mean, they help you out and everything, you know, try to help you find another job. They were really good. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. It's on your resume and, you know, things take off for them or not that they need more help, but um, yeah, you can always go back. Yeah. Never Possibly. Know. Have, they never started, know. have they started it back up or is it still, no. it's still no. not a thing? Okay. I'm in a different capacity. Yeah, sure. What I was sure. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Yeah. go work on those uh, Marvel movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. And Those now you're, are so you are you you're uh you're starting a, a podcast yourself is that how, how are you going to find time for this thing <laughs> yeah i know right um so i voice track for several stations in different markets okay. and um i'm entertaining different jobs right now um but yeah i was like you know i want to do a podcast just having conversations with people yeah you know like finding out what other people do, um, why they do it, where they live, you know, just a, a literal conversation. So mm-hmm. um, I did just start it. I haven't really launched. I mean, it's up, but I haven't like really, you know, launched it or anything. And um, the the funny thing is, and you, you guys, I mean, you've been doing this for a while, so you may find this interesting too. As someone who's done radio, it feels like I it, like my whole thing with the podcast is I want a conversation. Yeah. Like we're just sitting here talking this and that, but a lot of times it turns into more of an interview, which is fine. I mean, I've done it for 20 something years, but it's finding that balance. And you know, when you don't know someone it's finding what, what is it they, they want to talk about? Right. What are they passionate about and stuff? So that's the only thing there's some people I have and I'm like, Oh my gosh, they were, they were fantastic. They were great. Mm-hmm. And then some, it was like, yes, no. You know? <laughs> You've been there. You've like, been there. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit? So, sure. and I don't know if you've run into that. We have. With... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Those, those so podcasts. What are, what are your tips? Uh, <laughs> I think, like you said, is try and get them to talk, finding what they're passionate about because they want to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I mean, the, the yes or no questions. Yeah. I mean, are, when they answer yes or no, it's a, you know, it's just kind of a follow up. Like it's just ask the same question a different way, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> how, how can I try and elicit a little bit more, but yes, you know, we've been really lucky with guests. We can't, can't complain too much. I mean, I, I out of the, you know, we're 120 some episodes in right. now and oh, I, wow. I can count on one hand, you know, the episodes that I would right. consider, we, but we have been lucky, but yeah, but a couple. So, and do yeah. most of the people come to you or do you guys book them yourself? No, we book. Yeah, we book ourselves. We, we got really lucky early on. Um, I, w- I was in a Facebook group, uh, uh, like a podcast Facebook group and Deborah Driggs, who was a former playmate was in there and saying that she was willing to come on podcasts and I contacted her right away. And she was like our first kind of big guest. We had had a friend of ours who's a comedian, comedian yeah. um, for fun. But this, so she was like episode like 13 or 14. And we never really had plans of doing guests like that. It was always right. just going to be him and I. But once we got into that circle, the, the the ladies from Playboy are so wonderful. 
And uh, once we had the one on, you know, we'd reach out to them and all of them were, yeah, 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 we'll do it. So, and that just kind of built on to other, other people. And, and yeah, so we've been lucky, you know, I don't, I don't know how we fell into it, but you know, knock, knock on wood. But they all had, you know, stories to sell or in not sell, tell because they weren't selling anything. Um, But they were very supportive of each other. That was the biggest thing that we took away is that they were there were no cat fighting behind the scenes. They were very supportive of each other and Hey, you should have this one on. Um, this is good, you know, and it just worked out great, but they were wow. to, to, to feel the love and they kept saying other sisterhood, you know, and yeah. things like that. And they, it wasn't just BS. They were really meant it. Yeah. And that was did, neat to see. Did any, did they tell you about like what it was like at the playboy mansion? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We try to get, you know, I mean, and most of them, I think just every playmate we've had on has been a a Hefner supporter. You know, some of the, some of them, you know, kind of went, 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 made a documentary about what a terrible guy he was. We have not talked to any of them that, that actually got uh, blocked by one of them. We did. We did. (laughs) Oh no. Really? Why? We did. Well, um, we we talked about it and we tagged her in something and she just blocked us. So, but that's fine. I mean, which it is, but we gave her an opportunity to come on and tell her side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, they were very supportive of each other. And like like Dean said, they're all good stories, good, yeah. good stories that they had memories of the mansion yeah. um, of Hef and how Hef, Hef, each one of them got helped by Hef one way or another. And I'm not just meaning, wow. you know, money or anything, but just something that, right. was, that stood out. And they all had a so they all had a funny story, which was really fun to hear more than one and then they all had every one of them had a touching story about half yeah that was yeah, neat sure. as well that's great yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. so when the so when the documentary came out then we kind of they wanted to talk about it so right. the couple came back on and yeah, we got blocked that's cool <laughs> yeah it's been wonderful it's been wonderful yeah. but we try we strive very hard as what you were just saying about the, the podcast you're doing you know to make it more conversation and it can be difficult when you're talking to somebody for the first time you know because obviously you're trying to establish when we have a guest on like yourself you're trying to go through you know all the things you've done and but then you just try and you know if, if when conversation comes out of it you, you let it go and you know so yeah. we don't have a scripted list of questions to ask guests ever you know that's good i don't like that yeah no. it's it's more just detail like we'll go through and you know details and highlight and then build off them yeah build off. because i know like when you interview or when i've been interviewing different people you have kind of a list not necessarily in front of you but like you do your homework you see the questions you want to ask them and stuff but but they could say something yes. and it totally goes a different direction and you're like well that's that's what this is supposed to be yeah but that's yeah. that's I mean, the best that's right the and best. that's the that's what makes a good conversationalist over an interviewer, right? I mean, somebody who right. can can take that tangent and run with it instead of being like, oh, well, my next question was, you know. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and I can tell you, I've I've worked with talent where that would be one of my biggest pet peeves is you need to listen to, in this situation, the artist. Listen mm-hmm. to the artist and what are they saying? They just, like, there was one time... Um, one of one of the on-air talents was interviewing someone and this this artist like was opening up about like mental health or something and they just brushed over it and was like kind of reading the list and so we were talking about later i'm like oh my gosh you had the perfect opportunity you know in 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 their defense a lot of times you know there's a lot of people in the room 
you're thinking like, I got to do this, this and that. And so maybe you're not fully listening, but that's when you get the best um, stories is when you're listening, you're, you pick up on something and you go that way. Yeah, sure. And I think that's, that's why I, I never wanted to have questions written down because I didn't want to be yeah. looking down to read yeah. what, you know, because I'm going to miss the, the, the good part. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. I think you're dead. Right. Yeah. Your dad kind of hit it. Listen, you know, yeah. one of his critiques, I'll call them. One of the many. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's your job to let them tell their story, right? Not you to tell it for them. So, right. uh, speaking of your dad, um, what was the best advice he ever gave you? I had uh, early on in my career, I had a, a PD, a manager who was horrible. I thought, I mean, I was a kid. What did I know? They were probably <laughs> right. great. Uh, but I was probably like 18 or 19 and they were just writing my ass, just horrible. And, um, and I would call my dad for advice and he goes, here's what I'm going to say to you because he wanted, you know, you need to listen to your manager. I'm not your manager. You need to listen to him. But he said, one thing I'll tell you is you learn from the bad ones Mm -hmm. what type of manager you don't want to be and then you learn from the good ones the type of manager you want to be sure so that that was one and then always answer every email every phone call everyone that calls whether they're the highest person in the company or someone you don't even know you always treat people with kindness well there's a reason he's around for 30 years right well, yeah, and it, and one of the things everyone that comes up to me is like, oh, my gosh, your dad was amazing, and he would always return my phone calls and took time with me and stuff, and so that says something. It you know, does. people, he, he really did what he said, so. Yeah. So so being that 18, 19-year-old kid, where was there ever a time you're like, yeah, yeah, I know my dad, he's great, I get it, and or did you just enjoy well, it? Compliment. What's funny is I didn't really get it. So <laughs> I was in Flagstaff, Arizona, working my first radio job. I mean, it was like you had to sign off at midnight. You had to go outside if the snow hit the uh, satellite and sweep it off. And you had to do this transmitter. <laughs> stuff. I mean, it was like a whole ordeal. And um, my dad was in a major market in Phoenix. But I didn't realize like who he was. I just knew he was my dad and he worked in radio. Right. And so I was in, um, I was in the studio. I was getting ready to go on the air and this, the guy that was on the air, uh, getting ready to end his shift, uh, had a magazine there and it was like the CMA magazine, country music association magazine or something. And so I read the back and it's just like a handwritten letter. And I'm like, this guy's the president. He can't even write. Well, it was my dad's <laughs> and I'm like, my dad's left-handed and has like, like what a doctor, you know, they say the doctor's mm. premiership. And so I was teasing. I'm like, I go, wait, that's my dad. And he goes, <laughs> your dad's Larry Daniels. I'm like, yeah. Do you know him? He's like, yeah, everybody so knows then him. I was, yeah. I, I didn't realize I'm like, well, I just know because he grounds me all the time, but, you know, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't really know. And then I started kind of figuring it out because I grew up around it and I just thought, oh, you know, you yeah. go to concerts as a kid, you be in parades and, you know, that's are what you, everybody does. Are you saying you were a troublemaker as a child? He's grounding you all the time. Is that... <laughs> I was grounded all the time. Yeah. And yeah. it was usually for talking. Ah, well, or pulling well, it... a prank at school. I pulled so many pranks at school, which, by the way, they were pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. 
we, we what's your best one <laughs> um i don't know if this is my best one but my brothers are 10 and 8 years older than me okay so they gave me a stink bomb right so i'm in choir class and remember we're in arizona so it's like it's probably it had to be like march or something and as we're leaving, I throw the stink bomb and the teacher shuts the doors. The AC was off, whatever. She comes back like two hours later for the next class because she had lunch and whatever. And it oh. reeks. I mean, it oh. reeks so bad. They had to move <laughs> all the classes and everything. So they sat all of us in there. And it was like, I think we were going into eighth grade or seventh grade. And we were supposed to go on a trip. Like that was your graduation thing. We all went to San Diego Zoo or something. And um, and so they're like, we want to know who did this. And so I'm like looking around like, yeah, we want to know, you know, like trying <laughs> to like play like it wasn't me. And so then they started saying, well, we're going to take away the trip if, you know, no one answers. And then the, the guilt got me and I'm like, I did it. And so this is how this is how crazy it was. Normally, if you're going to put a kid in in school suspension, you do it right then. Yeah. Right. So they're like, we're going to put you in in-school suspension. I think it was going to be the next day, actually. And I go, it was a Friday. And I go, well, I'm having balloons delivered for my friend Lisa's birthday party. Can we move it to Monday? <laughs> like, I'm telling them. And they're like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So that weekend, <laughs> I had my mom take me, like, and get, like, all these cool things that I could do while I was in in-school suspension. And they put me in like what was the nursery at the church that or or the music room because it had a had a piano in there. And at the time I played piano, I had walkie talkies. So I gave them to my friends <laughs> and then I'm like, this is the greatest day ever. I got to do whatever I didn't have. You know, I mean, no one checked on me. No one checked on me. Yeah, I got to talk on the walkie talkie with my friends. It was so much fun. I love I loved in school yeah. suspension days and I had plenty of them myself. Yeah. So. yeah. What'd you do? Just a few. Oh, I just never went to school. So then when they I finally <laughs> went there, they'd yeah, like, all right, fine. So I liked in school suspension better than classes. So why didn't you go to school? I just high school was not my thing. Then I went off to like technical college and then I did, you know, once I was Great. studying something I wanted to study, I was fine, but high school was just so boring. So I, I had think, a blast. Oh, you and you loved high school. Well, just because I effed off a lot. It was yeah. where the people were. It's where, we can, you know, like we, we can say, swear we're more than seven seconds in. I know. I just, <laughs> we're with a lady. Um, I, um, you know what? I loved high school because I was in sports, had all my friends. I like to go there, socialize. That's what I did. I didn't study. Yeah. I didn't like it. I I socialized. Where were we going to yeah. party tonight? <laughs> right. Look, talk to the girls. You know, I mean, that's that's why I went. I do remember my chemistry teacher. No, my biology teacher, he was the same person, but um, he was also the football coach. So I went to a private Christian school, right? Okay. And I would come in and they wanted you, you know how you had to dissect frogs the frog, and stuff? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm just not. It's gross. And he's like, well, you're not doing very well in this class. I'm like, well, I know I'm not doing well. And he he told me, I brought, oh, I know, I brought him cookies and I offered to take roll if he would pass me. And so he did. He goes, you won't be good in, you know, you won't do anything in the biology world, but you'll make one heck of a housewife. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> okay. <laughs> great. I bet I bet a teacher couldn't say that today. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 not at all. Um, I do recall one time uh, being a friend got suspended. It wasn't in school suspension. We just got suspended for two days. So we took that day 
to go in the school parking lot with a grill and coolers of near beer. So he sat out there grilling brats and burgers and drinking <laughs> near beer while kids right. were going in and out. We made sure we were there before school and and that's uh, awesome. Yeah, the principal came out and he's like, you know, you guys can't be on school property. And this is school property. Right. So we're like, okay. So we moved to like the right where the parking lot ended. <laughs> we <laughs> set up there and he's just like, oh. and then he heard yeah, we had beer. So he came out and he opened one and he's we're like, it's it's not actual beer, it's near beer, you know. And right. He just was like, that's ah, nothing I can do. Have, right, have a nice right. night, you know. He was just fed up with us. But yeah, we just sat there all day in lawn chairs with her in the sun grilling. Anybody that came by would give them a brat and a burger. Yeah. And <laughs> you made everyone's day. We we did. They got in a lot of trouble because they're like, get back to class. <laughs> Teachers are coming out like, get up, get back to right. class. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that funny. <laughs> the good old what day. I mean. I had fun things like that. I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything I got in trouble for, I ended up getting paid for later in life. <laughs> you know, you're talking too much, Chrissy. I, you know, things like that. Yeah. Practical jokes. Nothing bad, though. It was just fun stuff. Right. Well, that's just it. It was nothing, you know, malicious. It was just no. fun. But and it's good to see that, you know, and wouldn't have anticipated you being a jokester back in the day. So it's, it's I fun to like hear. a boy. Oh. For the longest, I look. No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not joking. As a matter of fact, um, they were filming one of the Gambler movies in Arizona with Kenny Rogers and like Linda Evans. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And um, my one of the guys that worked at the radio station who was on the air was an actor, and his daughter and wife were going to be extras in the movie. And they're like, "Does Chrissy want to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go. I, I want to be in movies." So I show up. My mom had chopped all my hair up I, uh, off, I think, like, right after I was five. I always looked like a boy. I Everyone thought I was a boy. They called me that, everything. They thought my brothers had a, a little brother. And uh, I show up, and they're like, okay, you're going to play a boy. And I'm like, well, I'm a girl. And they're like, mm, yeah, you're going to play a boy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. So I will never, ever have short hair ever again. <laughs> so are you in the movie? Yeah, I'm a boy. I, a I play, like... Yeah, I play like you see I have dark hair and um I'm playing like oh and it was so hot too. They had like flower sack pants and you know it's in <laughs> August in Arizona it's like 115 degrees in the desert. And um uh I'm playing like the stickball game. I think it's supposed to be from the old west or something. Yeah, you see me sure. running around and my mom pulls my ear cuz I got in trouble. I don't know. It was All fun. Right. It was the most fun ever cuz you got paid yeah. What no kid would get paid. You got craft food. And then like I went and hung out because Kenny Rogers was there and I went and talked to him for a while. And it, it was just awesome. That's awesome. I'm, yeah. a, I'm watching that movie now. I'm yeah. going <laughs> to look it up. Yes. It's got to be here, right? Yeah. You um, Did you do any of the other acting? Not really. The only thing uh, um, I, I originally wanted to be an actress. And when I told my dad. He said, um, you and a million other people, sure. what do you really want to do? So, I mean, <laughs> in his defense, he was right. But um, I've done mostly like commercials, not really acting, just like voicing or hosting. And then like um, I've done a lot of voice work and voiceovers and imaging for stations and stuff. There was one which I wish I had uh, 
a long time ago, I did a voice for a Japanese anime, but it was like the English version. And I'm like, and it was so much fun. And I'm like, why didn't I save that? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You have a great voice. Oh, thanks. It's you know, kinda, that... I have allergies right now. So it's kind of like. I have a I have a young daughter who is starting to get into anime and mm. she was just watching one of these animes with English overdubs. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK, maybe I was listening to you. <laughs> yeah, you maybe so. My my son, one of my sons is really into that and into yeah. movies and being a YouTuber and, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I get real. it. I get it. <laughs> we all get it. Yeah. All our thing. Yeah. Um, is your podcast going to be on like YouTube and things? Yes, it's you on there right wanna... now. It's on there. It's conversations with Chris K R I S. So I have like um, I interviewed Kip Moore, uh, the country singer. I interviewed um, do you know Leanne Morgan, comedian? Yep, she's awesome. Yeah. So I have that. I have Hannah Dasher on there, who is phenomenal. If I don't know if you're on TikTok, she's a country singer, but she's blown up on uh, TikTok. Uh, Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the one that I could kick myself. So most of my Zooms, when I do them, like I'm sure you guys have it set, it just starts recording. You're good. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I know okay. where this is going. <laughs> so I'm interviewing Bert Kreischer. Oh. Okay. And this is a second, by the way, this is the second time I interviewed him because I had him in the studio when my son was, uh, he had to be under two because he turned us off the airplane with his Thomas the Trains. It was not professional. <laughs> it was like last minute I had to bring my sick kid into the office, which I don't know why I was bringing a sick kid in. But anyways, it was a long story. So <laughs> I'm seeing Bert and I haven't seen him since then. And I was bringing up that story. He goes, I remember that because so we're having this amazing conversation. Yeah, He obviously doesn't have a shirt on. His daughter walks... <laughs> behind the podcast and just starts talking and he's like oh she doesn't care like she's like so like over whatever so 40 minutes later we're Mm. wrapping up great to see you i decided to take a picture like with my phone just kind of showing and i look stupid in it so i'll never post it but um but whatever the deal was i get done it never recorded yeah i'm like you got to be kidding me he told me some amazing things i'm oh. like <laughs> have you guys done that yet twice yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know twice actually well, that we the, know yes the first the first one i was talking about with with deborah driggs our first playmate i yeah i oh. forgot to hit the record button yeah so that's audio only and then the second we didn't time, get, yeah the audio but we didn't we didn't yeah, get we the, had the audio we didn't get the video wait do you run it through like adobe as well for backup audio i don't know at the time, so, though, we so it recorded to... the. It just recorded. See, mine recorded nothing. Okay, yeah, we have we have like a Zoom, um, like a T four, whatever they call these things, to record oh, the audio. Yes. And then, so we're recording the audio through. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we had the audio from the episode, but right. yeah, then the I did it an, a second time with an actor, Pat Kupo, and uh, from, who, he's from Vegas. He's yeah, like, yeah, from Vegas. He was nice enough to to do a retake, like a full oh, retake. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. It was yeah. super nice. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, because like you said, we were talking and we had great, he had great stories. Yeah. Oh you know, gosh. he just been in the movie business for yeah, 40, 30, years. 40 years and yeah. he just had uh, great stories and we had a great time with him. And then it's like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So super nice. He's like, sure, I'll do it again. And the nice yeah. thing is, like I said, with, you know, the first time you talk to somebody, 
like now the second time we're talking to him, I think it went better because now we have that. We, we just, were, yeah, we got that better. rapport yeah. a little bit. Everything is familiar and everything just went really smoothly. So I think we got a better podcast out of it, but yeah, luckily for us, he was nice enough to do it a second time. Not that everybody would really do that. Nice. <laughs> Did you ask Bert if he wanted to do it again? Well, I went through, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went through like this promoter reaches out to me. And so I told him, I'm like, I blamed it on Zoom because I didn't want to look like a total idiot. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. Zoom, like it didn't like save it or whatever. And yeah. I was like, can I, can we do it again? And he was like, well, unfortunately that was the only time he had, mm. um, he was coming to Louisville okay. and I voice track for a station out there, the station I used to be on. And um, so now I'm like, gosh, I want to go back because, you know, I don't want to sound like an idiot next time I talk to him. Hey, none of that recorded. Can we pretend we have this conversation again about my kid turning the radio station off? And, <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, he's funny. Yeah, yeah, we are big, I, we're I, big fans. I think you could uh, mention it to him. He'd be OK with it. I think you yeah, would uh, I think, think so. it, I, I really do. I think he'd be fine with it. I mean, with as much as Bert loves to talk about himself, I'm sure right. he'd be fine doing the story. <laughs> you know? Yes, he's got and he knows how. I mean, you know, he knows yes. how to. Yes. Talk. He's one you don't have to worry about. Like we were talking Never. before. There is no yes, no answers for him. <laughs> I did interview this one comedian. I'm not going to say his name. I haven't posted it yet. And I don't know if I'm going to. It was like. He was re. I mean, he's funny. He's really funny. But, you know, I think he probably was like, oh, stupid radio people. You know, maybe, maybe Possibly, in his yeah. defense, we are sometimes really stupid. But um, <laughs> he was like, it's really hard hmm. to like, you know, get a read on, uh, to get him going. And then everything he said was like almost scripted. Okay. Almost scripted, like from what he does in his stand up. And that's not. You know, I don't want that. I mean, right. we can all see that. But then towards the end, he started to get a little better. It was just awkward. I guess yeah. awkward. Was gotcha. The word. Okay. Where yeah. Leanne Morgan, oh my gosh. Yeah. She's just from the get go. She's just amazing. She's got a new special on Netflix that just came out pretty recently, didn't it? Yeah. That's why I was interviewing her for okay. to promote that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I mean, Netflix has, we're, we're big comedy fans. So. And, oh, so you'd love it, yeah. Yeah, Netflix has so many comedy specials now that it's What's hard. What's your to... favorite so far? I, I'm a huge Tom Segura fan. I'm just gonna say okay. Tom Segura. Yeah. yeah, Tom Segura. Um, I love Live is one of my favorite. I love Tony Hinchcliffe's. Like, um, it wasn't really supposed to be a special. It was recorded at the Comedy Store like the night that they closed down before the pandemic. Yeah, and, and he happened to be recording it. And there's some great interaction with the oh crowd that gets God. a little heated. And and Tony, if you know Tony Hinchcliffe at all, you know he's not afraid to say anything. So <laughs> right, right. It was a yeah. It's a it's a good comedy special. And Adam Ray just put out a new one too that I really enjoyed. So I will tell you, if you're comedy fans, uh, when I lived in Bakersfield, I think it was the second time. One of my friends, he was working in sales at the radio station, but then he was starting as a promoter. And he, I remember, and, and he was doing like certain concerts. Like I went to a Chingy concert with him. Um, we went to, there were some comedians. For some reason, he was getting involved in comedians. And we went to the comedy store. Yeah. And we saw Chris Rock because mm. he was uh, practicing to host, what was it, the Grammys? It was like the first time he had ever hosted this, I, I believe. And we saw him and I went outside and I, and I, stood next to him. I don't know why I didn't get a picture, 
but um he was shorter than i thought yeah super funny but i'm five yeah. nine so maybe maybe that's uh, normal but super i mean obviously super funny but it was really cool to see like him in that element because it wasn't like he was practicing yeah yeah you know what i mean and then my friend ended up leaving and started his own promoting company and then he ended up becoming i think it was like the vice president for comedy with um live nation and then oh. he left and now he is um fluffy's manager oh wow okay uh gabriel iglesias yeah, yeah. yeah. sure wow so he's really into that comedy world yeah it's so big it is it's not and that's my hardest thing i go to netflix and i'm like well, did i watch that one already <laughs> right, right right oh well i'll try it again right can't go wrong. i do that with music documentaries yeah oh, sure over yeah. and over and over again yeah. i got yeah, i got, I'll be I got like, to ask you see? speaking of pictures with celebrities i saw a picture of you with aaron Rodgers. yes at the, at the kentucky derby is that where you yep you know what's funny i've interviewed all these different people and my 13 year old son who's all in his sports saw that picture and was like you interviewed aaron Rodgers." And I'm like, yeah, you know who he is? He's like, uh, duh, who doesn't? Yes, I forgot you guys are in. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he was the nicest guy. Yeah. Oh, good. Super nice. That's cool. Yeah, I have, now that he's gone. But... I have no hard feelings. I'm not, I'm not a, right. I, I could care less that he's a Jet now. I ruin, right. wish him all the best, so. <laughs> now, did you like him when he was there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's a great guy. I, I, I yeah. do. I, I like, like I've seen him on podcasts with like Aubrey Marcus and and uh, I, I love that he's, free to be himself in a world that you know he he's not your typical nfl quarterback so right you know and he's not ashamed of it and and, and i i like that so yeah yeah he's not hiding anything no he's not and and no. he knows he gets a lot of shit for it and he's still you know so could care less That's i think you have part. to tune that out you know yeah. what i mean because yeah. think of how many like celebrities like how many people are saying they either love you or hate you Right. You're right. going to get both. And so at some point, I think you, you would be like driven crazy if you actually care. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they, you know, every once in a while they feel it, but you're right. They, they, I'm sure they must have to. Yeah. There's, there's so much yeah. he's got to feel it, but that's why he does all this stuff. So who's yeah. your, Get away from it. <laughs> who's your, who's your dream guest for your podcast? You know what? I don't know. Yeah, that sounds that sounds bad. I should know, but I haven't. I've been thinking on the programming side of me, right? Is thinking all mechanical and everything, and um, it would be someone. You know, I've I've interviewed everyone in country, sure, and and I love the country community because they're all very nice. Yeah, you know, um, I think for me it would be something that I would normally not interview. Uh, okay. So maybe not necessarily a celebrity, maybe someone that, okay, uh, uh, no, I do know one. Hold on. All right. Perfect. He's a comedian. And he's really hot right now. You know who what? I'm talking about. Hot? Hot, like good looking? <laughs> no, like like oh. everyone wants Matt. Matt Reif. So you think he's yes. ugly? No, no, no. I don't think he's <laughs> ugly. I don't. You know what? It's funny. I don't. I think he's very he's hot funny. right now. Yes, he's very hot. And that's what I meant, like hot, like everyone wants to interview him. So I would like to get an interview with someone like that. Because he, he's um, he, he's hooked up with uh, Austin Kutcher to, su to yes. support his uh, tour. 
and it's like booked for two years or something retard ridiculous like that what'd you just say ridiculous (laughs) said ridiculous crazy but um yeah he's he's brutal too his interactions with with fans is he's not afraid to say anything at, at all either and he likes to push and push and push yeah so he's funny yeah, he is funny. Um, he and he's hot. One I mean, and... let's not lie. He's he's a he's a hot. Yeah, but you know what? I think he's a, yes, you're correct. But I think at the same time, when I see him, I, I'm thinking business wise. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he is. He started uh, on a now, kids oh, show no, too. I know no. who I want to interview. He's Rip. a TikToker. I thought. What's no, that? he yeah, started he on some. Rip. He started on some show. Some he he was on a show when he was younger, and then. Oh, I just saw it. Yeah. Uh, like a Disney show? I Maybe. Maybe. Like a talent show. He was goofy as a little kid. Maybe oh. Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I would like to interview Rip. Who? The guy from Yellowstone. Haven't... Do you guys watch Yellowstone? I don't. No, I do not. No. We're the only okay. two in the world, I guess. Yes. We've, we've been talking. <laughs> my, 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 my wife, girlfriend, and I have been talking about it. We have. Yeah. We just haven't started it. Okay. So. Rip is like the hot guy. Okay. The hot manly man on this show. Okay. All right. So okay. but he's he's very interesting. What's interesting is he's actually also um actually a rancher. Okay. Like, I mean he's an actor, but you know, he does really do cowboy stuff. So that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You get a lot of women that would want to watch it. <laughs> right? Well, that's we 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 find we're, that out. We find that out. We're kind of in the other way. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. we'll we'll when we, we'll bring on the occasional hot gal and <laughs> because right. guys want to watch that. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah, we, we noticed the the drop in, in viewers <laughs> when we have guys on instead of ladies. Really? So, oh yeah. Well, if if you can believe like YouTube analytics and all that good stuff, like 90% yeah. of our viewers are male. So oh, I can see that. Yeah. That's your demographic. Yeah. 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 So but we don't care. We get the guests we want to talk exactly. to and right. You know, some of them get views, some of them don't. It is what it is. Right. You know? So and, and we'll do some local. You know, we know they're not gonna be yeah. People in California aren't gonna give a shit, so they're just gonna skip right. over it. But we want to talk to them, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's basically all it is. Just find people we want to talk to and talk to them. That's that's great. Know. Yeah. And we have a you know, you can't go wrong that way. You have a great time every time then with the conversation, you know. It's not right. We're not being forced to talk to people we don't have any interest in talking to. And so And that's the thing. It is at the end of the day, it is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just yeah, you happens hope it to is. have video. Yes. <laughs> yes. You hope I've it had is some that weren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have to ask, because when you yeah. when you when you messaged you said that you're new to the bikini and selfie picture yeah. posting game. Is this the, are you, is there plans to take this further? Well, you know, it's so interesting because if you see my, and I call it my business, uh, you know, Chris Daniels, what is it? Chris Daniels one, whatever, Chris Daniels on air, whatever, on, on Instagram. Yep. It's my kids. It's like stuff work related. And I would always post and my husband would be like, enchiladas i'm a very good cook okay right. <laughs> and i would post enchiladas and i would get like two likes probably my mom and you know maybe someone else and i'm like i would have liked he... it if i saw it i love a good enchilada yes. so yes <laughs> and um i'm very proud of them um but when i would post a picture 
of just me in an outfit or a bikini. And then all of a sudden I had like 10,000 followers. <laughs> and, the, you know, the funny thing is, is at one point I was, um, uh, I did some bikini modeling. So sure. it doesn't bother me. But my whole thought is, you know, look, I'm not 20. I, I'm not trying to be 20, but um, but I'm I'm older. I've had three kids. I work out. And I'm proud of the way I look. And I think that there shouldn't be that stigma, you know, because I think, and to be honest, it's women that put it on yourselves. You know, we put that own stigma, like, oh my gosh, why is she wearing that? I mean, I don't, because I'm like, good for her. She looks great, you know. Which it should be, be, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's just how I am. To be honest, I'm, you know, I had to dress up in the corporate world and I'm very uncomfortable in that. Sometimes some of the outfits are super cute. I'm more... Daisy Dukes, bikini top, yeah. you know, cowboy boots or heels or whatever. That That's really me. The trashy look is <laughs> for lack of a better term. So <laughs> I just felt comfortable. And so I started posting more and I'm like, you know what? I'm getting more traction here than my enchiladas. <laughs> yes. What? Can you believe it? <laughs> what is wrong with this world? <laughs> what is wrong with it? If you ate the enchiladas, you would like it. I I 100% believe that. Imagine the the lady from the Chrissy D page, though, serving me the enchiladas. That's, I mean, festival world. Maybe that's the next thing when I make my tamales at Christmas time. There you go. I'll have a picture with tamales in a bikini. Perfect. I have to tell you, our two most viewed episodes that we've ever done are both with 40-plus-year-old models. They're both gorgeous ladies. They have kids. One of them's actually in Nashville. and yeah, they're they're our two most watched episodes. So wow, you know, I mean, and they and they post um, bikinis and yeah, I mean, and less, but they but they yeah. do. Yeah, they're very comfortable, as you said. They're just yeah. comfortable. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell when someone's comfortable, as as you are in all the pictures, as opposed yeah. to someone that's not comfortable. So the only time I get uncomfortable is if I don't have makeup on, which is the majority of the time because I'm not. You know, there's. A girlfriend and I, I actually had her on my podcast. She's amazing. She is a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. And she literally can transform herself into looking like Marilyn Monroe. And oh. she has dark hair. Like, you you would not say, oh, she looks like Marilyn Monroe. But she's that good at makeup. So we were talking about makeup. And I'm like, gosh, it's got to be so easy for you. Like, you can wake up. You know how to do hair and makeup. And me, it's like, now I can shoot a shotgun and I will hit the target. <laughs> that I can do. Nice. I can do any tomboy thing out there. Makeup, hair, no. So so that is, that's a struggle I face. But Sure, sure. Well, obviously I people can. are responding to your page very well. I think yeah. I think when I first or we first started following your page, you were a thousand followers and you're over 10,000 now if I yeah. last time I looked. 13, so. I thought, 13 or so. Yeah. And it's crazy too because it's all... And I knew this from, you know, especially when you do mornings, you have to be consistent with your posts and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I noticed being consistent, getting back to people, talking to them and stuff. Um, that's really helped a lot. But and I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It helps your confidence. That's for sure. It's like, oh, wow. Sure. Mama still got yeah. it. <laughs> Maybe a little percent. bit. <laughs> Which is always nice to hear. It's always nice to yeah. hear. Yeah. Now, do you have any fans or any plans to take it further and do like an OnlyFans thing or is is it the I don't know. I don't think 
like I wouldn't do um and I don't really know a whole a whole lot about OnlyFans. Yeah. Um what I know is probably not what it really is. You know, like I'm thinking it's like It's got a bad stigma, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking like like a lot of stuff that's not me, you know. Um so I don't know. I I, I wouldn't be opposed to doing bikini stuff, but yeah. that's about it because you know at the same time I do have kids. Right. I have a career in yeah. um in media and stuff. So, but uh, you know, I'll walk down the street in a bikini. I don't care. You sure. know, that's not. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think, as a society, we've kind of allowed that to be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, but being from Arizona, it's so hot. Like everyone yeah. wears hardly anything. Yeah, if you're wearing a bikini. You're wearing too much. Yeah, <laughs> which we're exactly. not used to in Wisconsin. So no, yeah, you guys aren't. No, <laughs> no. I, I mean, it's June, whatever, and it's fifty-five degrees out there tonight. So, oh my gosh, yeah, we've had a couple of real cold days. So, yeah, <laughs> not normal in, in our summer, but, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, so we'll I, see. Yeah, um, I'm just looking behind you, and both my daughter. I'm assuming that's an autograph picture of Dolly Parton behind you. So that is an old school plaque that they used to give out like um i don't have any of my gold records up in here like i have a sam high well i have a i have a bunch i mean 20 years right sure yeah but um this is what they would give radio people like music directors or program directors for you know spinning dolly song whatever so that's my dad's i have three of them i have a waylon oh, wow. i have dolly and then i have ronnie Millsap, who by the way did autograph it but i think it it came off so yeah, that's her. And I've met her several times. The nicest, oh. most wonderful lady in the world. Yeah. Both my both my daughters and myself love her. And that's it. We're we're waiting for her to tour so we can go see her. Yes. You gotta go to Dollywood. And that's on the list too. But I love Dollywood. She was there, I think it was a week <sighs> after we were there. And then there's an antique store here. So I live like in Mount Julie, which is outside of Nashville, home of Charlie Daniels. Okay. Um <laughs> And she, I was going to go into this antique store because I always go in there um, like on a Friday, whatever. And I didn't go. She went in oh. and was just, they they did a whole article. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's when I would have been there. What am I doing? Oh, but I always cool. say, if you're, you don't, don't hesitate, just do it. Just do, well, just do stuff. She's a great example of like, she, someone asked her one time, you know, what do you say when people say you're just a dumb blonde? She goes, well, I know I'm not dumb and I definitely know I'm not blonde. <laughs> she's like, you know, she's like, does not, she said she, her image, yeah. she based it off of the, the local tramp. Right. Yeah. The tramps and the hairdo and Mac. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And she's proud of it. And I, I, I love it and her honesty and her. Yeah. She's, she's, she's a joy to listen to. She's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. I yeah. love her voice and I love her songwriting and smart. Her interviews are so, so amazing. Oh, I know. <laughs> have you uh have you been starstruck in any of your meetings with anybody? Anybody just kind of So country no because I've grown up around it, but I will tell you I love rock as well. And um we were at a restaurant and this was before we moved here. I think we were living in Vegas at the time and my husband and I were at this restaurant, The Palm. Okay. And when you go to Nashville if you go to the Palm, you'll usually run into Keith Urban. You can run into anyone. You never know. And so I went to the bathroom and I came back and my husband came up to me and goes, do not go full germ. 
I'm like, why? He goes, Jack White is sitting at the end. I'm like, oh my God. He's like, that's, I, I already told you, don't go Gerb. And you're already starting. I'm like, I, I have to say something. He goes, no, you don't. He's trying to enjoy his dinner. So I'm walking by and he's at the last booth and he's facing me. And I made eye contact with him. Like, I know who you are, but I'm yeah. not going to freak out. And he made eye contact at me. And this is how it went in my head. He made eye contact with me and was like, yeah, it's cool. And I was yeah. like, so I didn't, I didn't grow him out. Oh yeah. Kings did, of Leon. The, did you talk uh, to him? No, no. Okay. I, so you I just let made him enjoy his dinner. I just okay. made eye contact. I had a conversation in my head. Um, <laughs> Perfect. But then uh, I think it was a couple months ago. We were there again. And it's always my husband that finds them. And he comes back. He goes, oh, Kings of Leon's over there. I'm like, what? He's like, stop. <laughs> He's just <laughs> he got to stop telling Nashville. you. Right. Yes. So I'm that's like, the place you got to go. The Palm. Oh, okay. We were just, yeah, we were just in Nashville back in October. Oh, were so, you? Did yeah. we think about the Palm? Was it ever mentioned? I don't think it was. Mm -hmm. Where'd no. you guys go? All down on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Well, so the Palm's right around the corner. It's right across from uh, where the Predators play. Bridgestone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We exactly. Yeah. I never. What was yeah. your favorite bar? Nudie Tonky Tonk. Mm. <laughs> I love the I love Mellow Nudie's. Mushroom too. The Mellow yes. Mushroom was fun because it's more of a rock bar. So, and I'm yeah. more of a rock guy than country guy. But, but uh, and there's that we were at that Legends. I really liked on the corner. Legends is cool. Legends, yeah. But we were at that like jazz bluesy bar. That was like kind of, but it's not, it's down like in the painters, painters alley. Yeah, oh, the, printers, the, printers alley. Printers alley. Printers alley. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. Printers alley. That was place fun. is cool. Yeah. You know, um, so my favorite on lower broad is, uh, Roberts. Okay. Cause you can have like food, like a grilled cheese and beer and watch old school country. But then a lot of locals, if they go out, will go like to printers alley or midtown. Sure. So midtown mm -hmm. has winners and losers. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun hmm. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were, yeah. I don't, I mean, we never really left Broadway for much. No, not really. No, so we went on well, a, not we, when you come here. That's what you do. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. It was my first time. So we, I was, got to see it all. Got to go to it all. Did you go to Kid Rock's bar? <laughs> we, we thought we saw a table on the third floor open. So we walked all the way up the stairs. floor. <laughs> <laughs> so we walked all the way up the stairs and it wasn't open. So there, there was, yeah. I mean, the place was packed. So packed. Yeah. So. We were there when uh, a friend came into town. And it's similar to like living in Vegas. Let's go downtown. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like an Uber, you know, it takes forever. So we, uh, we were there packed. We got an area along the rail. Yeah. And then there was, I look over and there's these two grown ass men like brawling. Oh yeah. And this is, this is how bad I am. I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta get out my phone and put this on recording. <laughs> <Content>. <laughs> but I did it. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. But, um, but it was over like pretty quick and it was like okay. something dumb. Like really, hey, I mean, I'm sure. There's a, it was, it's always over something dumb yes. or, or a girl. There's an Instagram right. or TikTok page devoted to the brawls on sixth street in Austin, Texas. That's all it is, is videos of the brawls on sixth street. So That's great. Yeah. And it's like, they're, they're posting new ones every week. <laughs> it's insane. I gotta follow that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just people recording fights outside because yeah. apparently there's just a lot of fighting. Yeah. Must be. There was a lot of neat bars. I mean, yeah, you know, we just wanted to hit so many that we were kind of in one, two drinks and move on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 
we we stayed we stayed at Legends for a little while. Yeah, I really like the back the back part of it, Legends. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know the upstairs yeah. kind of. But yeah. did you guys go to any rooftops? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we hit. Uh, yeah. Well, I was there. I was there in February and October. Lambert's so. one. We went to the rooftop there. Miranda Lambert's. Miranda. Oh, Miranda's. Yeah. That was a cute bar. It was because it was. Yeah. It was so. Uh, I don't know what's the word. It was so bright and shiny, and it was just. It was. A, it was. A, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. So we went up that one. Um. Alan Jackson's. We went to the top. Oh, so that's one of our favorites because it's never packed. Yeah. And you can go to the top and you can see everyone, mm-hmm. you know, on Lower Broadway and stuff. Yeah, that was one of my favorites too. I just liked it because it was more old school and it just was it wasn't fancy at all. <laughs> well, next time you go back, so I don't know. Did you hear the story about the woman who wanted her ashes there? No. Okay. Uh, I actually let me back it up. So this woman passes away, and her last wish was to be have her ashes scattered. On Alan Jackson's property. Now, okay. She doesn't know Alan Jackson. Sure. She's just a huge fan. Well, obviously, Alan Jackson is probably like, I um... appreciate the thought, but I don't really know you. So he was like, I have a better idea. Why don't we put her ashes in the bar? So she's in the bar. So I think it was last time I was there. I asked him, I go, hey, where's the lady's ashes who are here? And she's like, that is so weird. You're like the third person has asked me. None of us know. No. <laughs> so she's there. Someone knows, or they're not saying, you know. Okay. They got they got tipped over into the garbage can or something. Somebody spilled well, it. Probably, like... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she was a huge Alan Jackson fan. So So she wanted to be like scattered on the floor? She wanted to be scattered on his property. His actual oh, like where... his house. Where yes, where he lives. Oh, oh. I guess that bar why... in my head. I'm like, well, I don't know. I guess he could spread her out. <laughs> A little on each floor. I don't know. No. Do the soft shoe on it. You know, peanut shells right, on right. the floor. Put sand down and. Yeah. 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 So I guess that's why. So he was like, "How about my bar?" Okay. All right. Yeah, that seems like a wise move. You'd have people trying to. He all of a sudden you'd have a pile of ashes like this tall yes. in here. <laughs> or people trying to visit that you don't know, and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Well, no. well, well, I would definitely go back. So I'm gonna have to ask. Yeah, you'll have to ask now. See if you find it. Right. And then can I reserve a spot for me next to it? Where's that lady? <laughs> Right. It was, yeah, you can Google it because it was like, okay, it was in uh, show prep. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look that up. So I guess some of the up. people I tell you. Yeah. So uh, the next step for plans for the podcast, more people. Do you, I know you talked about guests from your, you know, from your past. Um, did you yeah. talk uh, maybe some people that were on your show with you to yeah, stories of behind the scenes? You ever think of that or? I think I will do that. I I have about, I think I have five up right now. And then um, I need to go in and I have several. Uh, I interviewed this lady who's like a fitness. Um, I don't want to say instructor. She's she's like pretty like higher up than that, if that makes sense. I don't I don't even know what her title is, but she was really amazing. She lives in Hawaii. And then I did talk to an OnlyFans. Uh, because I was fascinated, like, and, and, you know, since you guys have talked to some, maybe you can, uh, tell me if this, yeah, how this sounds. So I didn't want to cross the line yeah. and, you know, just get right in like, Hey, okay. So tell me, what are you really doing? You know, <laughs> I, I didn't want to get like that, but sure. I was talking to her and it was just fascinating because 
she was like a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she's very attractive and everything. And so from, you know, my world, that's like totally different. So it was very interesting to have a conversation with her. So I haven't posted that yet because as you know, um, what I try to do is I go in and I'll edit yeah. everything and not everything, but I'll go in and edit, like trim it up a little bit, like the beginning and end. And then I try to take a clip of it and then um, put it on like TikTok or, sure. or whatever. Right. Now, again, I haven't promoted anyone to go listen to my podcast yet because I was trying to get several episodes uh, up, but it is on YouTube. So I'm, I, like I said, I'm looking for people that are like, like, I would love to talk to a spy. But I mean, they can't talk, you know, yeah, they can't yeah. tell you well, anything. Although had, I do a... know a friend that's a former something drug informant <laughs> or something. Yeah. That's, that's how much of a spy they are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Top secret. <laughs> yes. Did you guys interview someone like that? Yeah. yeah. We we had a spy and then she's retired and wrote a book. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany yeah. Butler. So, yeah. And we have a, we have another we have we're talking to another former spy. Uh, she has she has a book as well. Tracy Walden. We're going to talk to her in a couple of weeks. So if they have books, they can talk. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. You know, yes. you, you need somebody who's trying to promote something. Right. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, both Brit Brittany, Brittany's book was just coming out when she came on and, and Tracy's been, has been out for a while, but yeah. Oh, that's uh, cool. I bet she was amazing to talk to. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the, I mean, yeah, some of the stories and I, I mean, you, you, she can't even scratch the surface, but you know, wow. Like it was funny to like a lot of stuff getting redacted. Well, no, that's Tracy's book that I was listening to. And a lot of stuff is redacted out of the book because oh. hers is Brittany's is a fiction novel based on kind of her experiences. Whereas Tracy's right. is a nonfiction and right. Tracy's a lot of information is redacted. out. <laughs> so well, the U S the U S government obviously wasn't willing to let her write anything she wanted to write. <laughs> right. So. How do you train for that? I know it's crazy, and uh, when we talked to Brittany, Brittany, she went. Her, she was a fast track. Yeah, it, it was. It was amazing to me how quickly she got to where she was. Right. Really. Um, yeah. Um, from kind of, it was not her intention. College, yeah. yeah, it was like then uh, took some classes or just kind of like an intern kind of thing, and then just kept growing from there. Um, but it was fast. I was amazed how quickly she got there. But they're like, yeah, right. we just boom push you through, and if you can handle that then we know you can kind of handle it in the field. So yeah. that wow. kind of makes sense. But, right. um, and then she was in for nine years and was like, that's a lot, you know, a lot of ter interrogations, a lot of traveling. And so yeah. she I got think out. your mind too. Yeah. You know I mean, I would... a lot of like, is this real? Is this like, you've got to have a very strong mental capacity to handle that. Yeah. To she stay definitely in your own did. Head, yeah. She definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, I couldn't have handled it, but. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. check those out there's, yeah there's a lot of interesting conversations out there you know and i think that's the cool thing about podcasts like ours like yours you know we're not joe rogan we're not mark Marin, we're not these but there are normal everyday people that have interesting stories to tell right. and you know a joe rogan isn't going to hear that story so we're the people who get to hear some of these awesome stories right you know it's fun and we have so, no limits. Yeah, yeah we like I said, yeah. we're, in, we're we'll go to any field if, we're, if we find it interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're going. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, cool. so there you go. Any any uh, any category you want to hit, that's that's why we I recommend doing it because yeah. you're just going to enjoy. Yeah. It. yeah. So I'm yeah, definitely going to hit the spy. 
Yeah. So, so thank you for for coming on. Promote away. Tell them where to where they where you want them to find you on Instagram. Where you if you want well, to tell them can, the podcast yet. Yeah, you can Heck go yeah. there. It's conversations with Chris, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, again, I don't think I have anyone that's viewed it, uh, but maybe well, I'm going to go subscribe as soon as we're yeah. done. I'm going to go subscribe. Yes. So yeah, you can subscribe. And then I'm, uh, gosh, what is my Instagram? Well, Chrissy D. Yeah. It's but then, that's underscore. Is it underscore yes. Chrissy D underscore? Yeah. Yes. Underscore Chrissy yeah. D underscore. Well, we'll put and it then, in the, we'll put it in we'll the links like, too. Yeah. Sometimes those little things, it messes me up where I'm like, yeah, I know it's. You know, I know, forget. me too. I have to like look back. What am I again? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, but th- thank you for having me on. This was fun. Oh, thank you. I no, really appreciate it. I, I I love it. And anytime you you know when you get things going, you want to come back and talk again. We're I more will. Willing. Yeah, we're more willing. Yeah, we just and enjoy. Ha- and you guys will have to come on my podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to. We'd love to. I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface of stories you have with with oh. musicians, and so <laughs> you know, you know. Next time, what I'll tell you the story of is um, what is uh, Gary Busey? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, it Gary. is a crazy story with what happened with this guy. All right. <laughs> I mean, cr- it's really it, he's out there. I was gonna say, if it starts with Gary Busey, yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, nice. Darn it, we gotta wait. Okay, well, if you if you got time to tell the story, we got time to hear the story. <laughs> I can tell you, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll, we'll, I would we'll love leave it. with this. So it first started. I'm super young. I'm out in L.A. at the time is where they were doing the ACMs. Okay. Like the the Academy of Country Music Awards mm-hmm. at Universal Studios. So I'm out there to interview people. He walks by and it's like I have this old school like probably a data recorder or something, you know. And um and I walk up to him I'm like, "Hey, you know, I'm with whatever radio station. Can I, you know, ask you a couple questions?" And you would have thought I was going to kill him or something. He turned around and was like, "No, I'm not talking to you." I've got this, this, and that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I started crying. (laughs) He can be intimidating. He didn't care. Yeah. He can be intimidating. Yes. And so I went on the air when I went back. And they were like, oh, how was I go? I will never talk to that guy again. This is what the guy did. He was a jerk. Blah, blah, blah. So six months later, I want to say it was six months, maybe not even that long. We're having like this promotion meeting and they're like, so they're getting ready to film this movie uh, here in town and they want you and your partner to be in the movie. It's going to be an old Western. They want you to be like a saloon girl. He's going to be like a bartender, whatever. And, you know, I'm like, this is great. More movies, you know? Yeah. And they're like, well, we need to tell you who's starring. Oh, no. I'm like, who? <laughs> And they're all Gary Busey. I'm like, no, absolutely not. They're like, you got to go, blah, blah, blah. So they talk me into it. So I go and I'm expecting I get to be this cool saloon girl, right? No, no, no. They dressed me like I was an Amish person. Okay. Kid you not. I'm like, no makeup, bonnet, covered head to toe. And I'm like, what What kind of crap is this? (laughs) Whatever. I'm, I'm in a movie, right? Right. And so now remember, I'm dressed 
as like an Amish, and I say Amish, I don't know what else you call it. I'm a Quaker, I guess it was the time period. I'm dressed as a Quaker. Gary Busey sees me and beelines straight to me and is just like trying to pick up on me. I'm dressed as a Quaker. I'm like, and he's like, we know Gary's me. fetish. <laughs> so he's telling me all this stuff, whatever. And um, he's just talking and talking. And my morning show partner, who was quite a bit older, came over and was like, hey, we need to go, like, I don't know, eat or something. He's like, let's go in the craft service thing. And I'm like, okay. He goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, the guy's just, I don't even know what he's saying. It's like nonsense. He's like, okay, well, I'm keeping my eye on you because I don't know what's going on here. I'm like, okay. So the guy who was running this uh, movie set said, hey, he wants to hang out with you. And I'm like, well, no, whatever the deal is. So we go to the craft tent. He sits down next to me. (laughs) And I guarantee he was liquored up. You could smell it. But he's telling me how he doesn't drink. (laughs) and how he's like a preacher now and he took a piece of paper and he went through his journey of being abducted by the aliens or wait no he was in a motorcycle accident right or a dirt bike or something and then abducted by the he drew it out for me and so he's telling me all this stuff and i go hey can you sign your name right there and he did (laughs) And, and the sad thing is, I don't know what I did with that paper. Oh, no. I know. I'm like, well, I had the proof. But he told me all this stuff, and he goes, look, I'm a pastor, and I'm going to have a Bible study. And if you want, you can come to my hotel tonight, and we oh. can have a Bible study. That's nice. Wow, he is smooth. That's nice. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I ended up, uh, it was the most bizarre thing where he was like everything everyone said. Mm-hmm. And then he told me the whole story and he was like in depth and crazy eyed and everything. And then the fact that he was mean to me yeah. three months earlier and then here I'm a Quaker and you know, everything's great. <laughs> oh, So yeah. I imagine there's but that, 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 that's perfect of Gary. From I imagine what, there's not a lot of from what we've heard stories. It really, yeah. See, I've never heard a whole lot about him. I imagine there's not a lot of boring stories about Gary. <laughs> just Probably just not. that. He was never the same after his motorcycle accident. Yeah. Because yeah. he, yeah. he, he got in an accident without a helmet. So he, I think he was almost di- died. Yeah. You know, he was in the hospital well, for a long sad. time. Yeah. And that's then when really he came sad. out, he just wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah. Now, but I think he, he truly did... believes he was abducted, though. I I mean, I it seems like he oh, truly believes it. He did. and And I'm telling you, he went into death. Yeah. And drew it and drew what the aliens look like. And it was I was like, holy crap. Is this like I seriously was looking around like, is is someone filming this? Like, is this a joke? <laughs> is this candy but he candy? was serious. Uh, but he was... also was full of of lies because I'm like, dude, you smell you reek of alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's number one thing, right? You know, you, right. oh, I don't drink. Yeah. You, you know, you you say what you're <laughs> actually doing. But right. Exactly. I would have loved to see that paper. That that must be amazing to look at. I'm hoping, you know, obviously I've moved so much. I'm hoping that one day I I find it in a box. Yeah. I'll have to find out the name of that movie, though. Because yeah. I think, I'm not shocked, but I think it went like straight to DVD or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure. I mean, look, it wasn't, when I saw, like, when I heard the treatment or whatever you call it, I was like, mm-hmm. 
okay, I get to be a saloon girl. Great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah. I'll look for that too. There, it gotta be Gary Busey couldn't have been in that many Westerns, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't seem like your typical Western. No, actor, but I think so. he did a lot of, he's a name. We could get him for a good price. So he's in all these directed videos. The only sure. thing I remember right. him in was the Buddy Holly thing. Well, he was in Point Break. Point Point Break. Oh yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Point. I love Point Break. Wait, was he? Was that pre-accident or after? That was after. Was it really? I think he got worse as as time went on. He was in Tommy Boy, wasn't he? He was in one of the. He was in. Oh, he was black black sheep. Black sheep. He was the crazy guy in the the mountains. Yeah, one of those. Oh, yeah. Shock. And uh, Lethal Weapon. He was in Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson. Oh, that's right. I haven't really seen Lethal Weapon. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, he was. He's been in a lot more than yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot more than you think. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Well, if you ever find that piece of paper, yeah, I will, like, and I'll I'll show you. Yeah, and then and then get it straight to eBay. You're gonna, you're gonna be <laughs> yes, able to retire. I will <laughs> put that up. That's gotta be amazing. <laughs> well, in like fact, a... he actually signed it. Right. Right. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I remember thinking at the time, no one is gonna believe this. Mm-hmm. I've got to get this signed. Right. And he signed it. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I would have loved to hear that story from him. Oh, <laughs> it was straight crazy train, but it was the way he painted the picture. It was yeah. so believable. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I thought, well, maybe he's onto something. I don't know. Just find where he is and dress yourself up as a Quaker. Oh, that there you go. <laughs> You're going. He'll be all over me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely have patience to just put up with him because you truly knew he was right. all. Over. Yeah. 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 Good for him. But it was good content, right? That right. There you go. That's what you need. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so thank much you for sharing. having me. Yeah, you bet. We appreciate it. So yeah, we'll, we'll had be, a blast getting to know you. Yeah, we'll be watching. Yes, me too. Okay, we'll be, wa- we'll be watching your stuff. So yay! I'll have two people watching now. <laughs> <laughs> start slow. It starts slow. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks have so much. Have a good night. You thank as well. You. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. Electric acid.
Electric Acid. 